0: In Mark chapter 14, Jesus had gathered with his apostles in an upper room in the city of Jerusalem to observe the Passover, the Jewish people's most important holiday. And it's during that meal that we read in Mark chapter 14, beginning with verse 22, And as they were eating, he took bread, and after blessing it, broke it. And gave it to them and said, take, this is my body. And he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and they all drank of it. And he said to them, this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly, I say to you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Bread and wine were an incredibly common part of a meal in this day and age. It was a a regular part of the observance, not even the most interesting thing that would have been on that table as Jesus and his apostles gathered together to eat. Yet there, in the midst of their meal, Jesus took these incredibly common items and gave them to his apostles and blessed them and spoke about them in such a way that he made them anything but common. He set them apart and gave them incredible meaning because that's what Jesus, as God's only son, can do. That's what Jesus, as the Christ, God's anointed one who came to inaugurate God's kingdom, can do. He takes the plain, ordinary, humble things and he sets them apart for spectacular purpose. Purpose that fulfills something that God has had in mind far beyond what any of us could ever imagine purpose that is consecrated by his own love because Jesus understood in a way no one else in that upper room did what the next 24 hours would hold for him. He understood how the purpose for which he had come to the city of Jerusalem, the purpose for which he had come to this earth was about to be fulfilled in the sacrifice of himself in allowing his body to hang on a cross and die, his blood to be shed so that the sins of many of those apostles sitting there with him, of others who had seen him perform miracles, casting out demons, healing illnesses, hearing him preach, others who would come in generations to come, including those of us now, the many might have the wrong things we've done, the things that set us apart from God, The things that separate us from him, that cause chaos in our relationships with each other, that keep us from living the lives God created us for, that cause us to face death now and forever if we stay apart from God. Jesus understood he was about to give himself for the sins of us all. So he took the bread and he took the cup and he made them signs of the covenant the new covenant that he was inaugurating between God and people. He made them signs of what God himself would accomplish, not because we earned it, not because we deserved it, but through lovingly, graciously giving his own son for our wrongs, he was going to allow us to become part of his people, people that he provides for, people that he protects, people who will be gathered together to be with him forever. And Jesus took the incredibly humble bread and the simple cup and offered those to his apostles to show in a clear, plain way what it was he was about to do, to give them a way to remember what it was he was going to do. And to this day, nearly 2,000 years later, people who seek to follow Jesus, who belong to him, still gather together and they take bread and they take cup and they remember the covenant that Jesus made. In popular art and imagination, the scene here of Jesus with his apostles is called the Last Supper. As Jesus shares this intimate moment with his closest followers, just hours before his arrest, trial, and ultimately crucifixion. Yet for Christians, it's less common for us to think of it as the Last Supper. Instead, we're more apt to call it the Lord's Supper. Because when Jesus instituted it, it was clear that in his mind, this would not be the only time that that bread and that cup would be shared. Because Jesus understood that while he was going to the cross to die, he wouldn't stay dead. God would raise him from the dead on the third day, something that Mark has recorded Jesus telling his apostles time and time again, but they didn't understand it yet. They wouldn't understand it. Even when it first happened, Jesus would need to explain it to them. He would need to show them proofs, and then they would come to realize what had happened and how huge it was, and that is woven in to what Jesus established here. Because sometimes, even as Christians, we treat the Lord's Supper as more of a funeral observance, a time to remember how horribly Jesus suffered and how he did it for us. And that is a huge part of it, remembering that body and blood. But the other part of it that Jesus showed here from the beginning when he instituted it, is anticipation. Looking ahead to when Jesus would drink it anew. We believe that Jesus rose from the dead. We believe that Jesus is alive, that he reigns now. So anytime a Christian partakes of the bread and the cup, especially as we do so every first day of the week, Sunday, the day that Jesus rose from the grave, we remember that we don't take it purely as a way to commemorate what he did, but to acknowledge the reality that he lives now that he reigns now, that he's with us now, to be convicted of our own sinfulness as we recognize the cost of it, but to be encouraged and built up and challenged to recognize that we're not in it on our own, but that Jesus has provided what we need to help us be purer and holier, to live new, free lives because of what God has done, and in anticipation of the day that Jesus, who lives and reigns, will come again that all that is evil in this world will be defeated by him, and then we will eat and drink with him in the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwells. All of that from some bread and a cup of the fruit of the vine. As a follower of Jesus, don't miss the opportunity to partake in that to partake of that regularly every first day of the week like Jesus' earliest followers did. There's so much power in what Jesus did there, but don't take it just as a matter of course. Don't take it just as a box to check or something that you do because you're supposed to. Do it the way Jesus taught in anticipation and recognition of the reality that he is alive and know, love the fact that he's coming again.